sure you go to patreon.com. That's P A T R U N.com forward slash ZCM. What up, what up, world? It's your boy OS, and this is the Core Culture Podcast. It is August 15th, 2021. It is 8.30 at night. Holy crap. We are the latest show I think I've ever done in the history of the Core Culture Podcast. Uh, what up, everybody? Sorry that I am extremely late today. I seen a bunch of you hanging out, trying to hang in there. Um, I'm so sorry that uh, we took so long. I was trying my best to get um, everything going, but apparently... Uh, we had some technical difficulties in the background, which kind of sucked. So I did my best to try and, uh, you know, give you guys what you need. But what we're going to do today is we're going to jump into, uh, some warm welcomes to our, uh, co-host, Yuani, man. What is going on, bro? What's up, people? Okay. All right. All right. He's back. Okay. And man. He made it. I was so. I was the, I was accepting the call. It had me on there, and it just had my face, and I couldn't hear anything anybody was saying. For holy crap, man! Well, don't worry. K dot L dot I I I. What is going on, bro? Welcome to the Core Culture Podcast. We are live to the world right now, doing our thing, man. Giving uh, an awesome interview today to a local guy right here in Tampa, baby. You already know. Let's give it up for K dot L dot I I I. What up, man? Uh, what's going on, man? It's your boy K3. I represent the Wave Theory Collective, um, where I'm an artist on the Wave Theory label. Um, I got a whole lot going on. I got like mad shows coming up. I've been busy performing at Shuffle and just, you know, networking with people at different events. Um, I'm opening up for Apathy and Self Titled on August 27th at Crowbar. That's pretty much the, the very next show that, like, is the big one that I'm gearing up for. Um, among other things. Uh, oh, that's that's uh, that's next Friday, isn't it? On uh, the 27th? Yep. Yeah. It sure is. Well, I already know. I'm definitely going to show up to that one, man. Um, the cool part about it is, everybody, I actually caught uh, K3 at uh, Last Chance, First Chance. Or First Chance, Last Chance. Yeah, uh, First Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a first show I actually caught of you. Um, I was hooked from there, man. I mean, honestly, I've been, uh, just trying to gear up to like, you know, be able to see more and more of what you're doing. I know that you said, um, something about working on an album. How's that coming? It's going pretty well. Um, we've recorded a few tracks. We're recording with, um, our guy that's been doing marketing, Dom. Uh, he's like the founder and owner of Dap Life. Uh, he's been putting the Wave Theory website together, and um, he's uh, recording my album as we, um, you know, just go along in the process. It's it's pretty well. Um, How many tracks you got done so far? I have three. Three done. Okay. So yeah, so uh, a beginning to something pretty amazing. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, they say that, you know, for your first one, um, you pretty much like have your, your whole life to make it. And I think that, uh, with the content that I have on it, mm-hmm. it will, it will serve as like a, a really good, like introduction of myself to the world basically. And it'll always be there for people to like, you know, look back on for me to look back on. Um, I'm excited. I'm oh, ready yeah, for man. it to uh, be done. 
Well, um, if people were wondering uh, what some of your music is like, I was clever enough to locate one of your live shows that were videotaped. And uh, I'm going to drop this shit, man. Uh, this was a live performance. Uh, this was on a, on the Sunday sesh with uh, Ken Apperson at the Crowbar in Ebor City. Mm, oh, okay. see here, back on the that. 15th of November. So it's, uh, it's about close to a year old, but um, it'll give everybody a good taste of some of what you do. So let's hop into that. Here we go. Hey. So what song is this? Here we go. Thunder rolls me out of bed. I hit my head and I awake. Nature caught me slipping. Now I'm just listening to the rain. Hoping that it's a tropical storm or a hurricane. That's the ticket. Take me to another plane. And what a trip it be. Decide myself and me. The divinity in the Trinity is the king of kings. I'm a conqueror of time from the morning to the evening. Ensure the day is mine with my mind. Carpe diem. Check the DMs and I see him. The messages that I miss. She whining trying to find out when we linking up in this. I think I'm lying. Think I'm hiding because it never seems untrue. I say don't let it sting. That I'd be busy, be, cause that's just how it be. It's just another day in the life for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just, just another, another day, day in the life, life for me. me. Just another day. Hey. Yeah. It's just another day in the life for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just another day in the life for me. Yeah. Uh. Appetite of a man of Islam during Ramadan. I'm about to get it on. I'm headed to the kitchen with a plan. Can of butter in the pan. Put my own little spin on green eggs and ham. That bitch slim. Stomach gone full. Give me about an hour. I'ma be acting the fool. Hit the ball with a move. I'ma charge it like it's red. The public isn't ready for the things in my head. I'll send them to the cosmos just to cosmo. Intellectual exchange with the growth of our souls. We're broken thoughts and the cars with the cars in the loss. Looking out for me and mine. That's what makes me a boss Many get across and get money's all they need I give it all away for love, a friend and family I'm blessed beyond measure, think about it all the time From the moment that I wake to when I close my eyes Yeah It's just another day in the life for me Yeah, yeah, yeah uh. It's just another day in the life for me Just another day it's just another day in the life of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just another day in the life of me. Yeah. Appreciate you. I'm K3. Follow me on IG at K.L.I.I.I. That's K.L.I.I.I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I found yeah. it, man. I was like, I got K3. I have to play some of your music, man. So I found something. And I was yeah, like, there we go. That's crazy. Yeah, man. See, I love the internet, man. It's It's got all the resources. You just got to find that man. shit. <laughs> Damn, bro. So that's a little glimpse into some of your music, man. I love it. It's super conscious. I like, uh, I just like the flow, man. The beat selection is great so far. Um, the tracks that you did at uh, First Chance, Last Chance were amazing, too. So I can only imagine what this album's going to be like. Um Let's start off with, um, like, what made you even get into hip-hop? I mean, what, what made you want to be a hip-hop artist? Like, honestly, it was just something that, like, I kind of naturally fell into off of, like, like, the simplest thing. Like, when I was a kid, um, before I would get on the bus to go to school, the fresh, um, 
the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that show would come on yeah, a lot. Yeah. And like just being goofy, like me and my friends like at school would like just kind of rap like the main theme or whatever, just like in passing and what have you. And then like one day that we did it, I was just like, you know what, I kind of want to do something like that too. So like, you know, I wrote a rap and then I wrote another one and then I wrote another one and then I started rapping them for people. And then like, I like, you know, the reaction to it. And I liked how it made me feel like as I was rapping and, you know, I had always had a passion for writing. So, you know, two, the two just kind of went hand in hand and just like, you know, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. I like that. Um, that you got it from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, that's where it started yeah. off. <laughs> that was the domino, you know, <laughs> like, um, and, you know, mind you, I did actually have like one of his albums. It was like, uh, like Big Willie style. Like, yeah, yeah. um, that was like one of the only like, you know, hip hop things that I was allowed to listen to like at that age and whatnot. So yeah. I listened to that and I'm sure I'd gotten like some inspiration from that and like anything else I had heard, like, on the radio or when I was like at a friend's house and, you know, so on. You know, it's cool that you start off with uh, Will Smith and, um, you know, we could start off there. Like when you think of inspirational rappers that get you started in the business, you don't think of Will Smith. So I think it's cool that you have him because his show um, and, um, it, it is a simplistic rap, but it, it sticks with you. It's like timeless. And his uh, parents just don't understand. It will always be forever. Um, yes. So yes, it will. It touches. It touches the youth. You know, in a certain place. And I mean, he's just a very <laughs> gifted individual. But as far as how he stacks up against all the other hip hop legends, I don't think he, you know, even is a blip on the map. So, how do you yeah. feel? So, um, personally, uh, it took me a while to actually start studying like like the real like deep roots of like underground hip-hop and like specific like that were specific to my style the yeah. way that i was rapping because as i said like a lot of the stuff that i'm studying now like i wasn't allowed to listen to like growing up so i was like way behind like a lot of my peers yeah and I actually just kind of like took it upon myself to like start you know listening to rap more often like i started with eminem um Eminem, D12, Ice Cube, Snoop. Um, I would listen to, you know, some of their albums, like, you know, when I was on the bus or if I was, like, in homeroom or stuff. Um, and I would just, like, write. I would, like, write to their instrumentals. And then from there, I ended up going to YouTube and just, like, looking up rap instrumentals on there. Um, it took me a while before I started, like, you know, seeking out, like, producers to like, get my own beats. But, like, those were some of, like, my starting, like, inspirations when it came to, like, really writing on a consistent basis and writing deeply, you know. Nice, nice. So why do you say that you weren't allowed to listen to some? I just, like, I just, I wasn't allowed to, like, growing up. Like, I, I grew up in a kind of, like, a pretty straight household, so it was, like, you know, certain music I wasn't allowed to listen to, certain TV shows and movies I wasn't allowed to watch. You know, I just kind of, you know, stayed within, like, those per parameters that, you know, were set for me. You know, so, like, um, the music that I did listen to was stuff that, like, my parents were listening to. You know, like, Prince, Mick Condition, Michael Jackson. Hell, yeah. Steve, you know, all of that. Like, those, you know, pretty much formed the, uh, like, the beginning of, like, my, my taste in music, you know? 
Nice. You know what? Those are all great uh, starting points. Uh, Michael Jackson's amazing. Uh, Mint Condition, uh, great group in the 90s. Holy shit, good R&B. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) But yeah, like all that stuff. Like when I was a a kid, that was the shit that was popping, right? Back then. And I remember uh, uh, being a teenager in the 90s and just listening to like all this music. And I mean, MJ's been around for a long time though, man. I've been listening to him since the 80s, but... The fact that like you listen to some of that music is kind of cool, man, because it gives you some background on uh, how music has evolved from back then to what you hear now. You know, Um, what's your take? I got a question for you, man. As an MC, um, what's your take on the mumble mouth rap? Oh, like mumble rap, like you know, it's I like I've gained more respect for it. And in terms of like, you know, the links that people will go to to imitate it and just like how it's become like a genre of its own. It's not like uh, it's not really something that I go out of my way to listen to. Um, I don't hate it because like a lot of it is just like kind of catchy. And even if I can't understand what people are saying, just like, you know, like just I don't know. It's just it's just all catchy. Like it's just stuff like people get hyped to. You know what I mean? It's like. Is, is trendy to listen to. It's not like, you know, my style or my master style, perception style, where it's like all like, you know, conscious, yeah, you know, yeah. we, uh, but I respect it. Like, you know, as an art form, I respect people that, you know, that rap that we've had people come through to our open mic that kind of had that style and they were able to get the crowd, you know, moving they were able to get the crowd hype and you know that's that's what's important you know it's important to please the audience hell yeah hell yeah so i asked that because like you know you're so far away from that right that's why i said you guys are you're very very conscious uh amazing flow big lyrics big words you know what i mean like yeah. uh, you're not rapping to like single and double syllable words you've got like triple and quadruple syllable words that people are like what did he say Hold on, make him say it again. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And um, you like you even make references to some of the um, uh, some of the Muslim stuff, you know, uh, talking about uh, Ramadan and all those kind of things. So it's kind of cool to like hear um, a mix of all those things. Right. Because that's um, a lot of what I grew up on, like a lot of the people. I lived, that's why I said, man, when 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 I heard you rap and I was like, dude, this reminds me of like a most deaf. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but M-O-S-D-E-F, Mostef, uh, he yeah. was on the group Black Star with uh, Talib Kweli, and both of them, both of them brothers are amazing, bro, and they, they, you know, they spit, you know, uh, you know, conscious rap, so that's why I was like, um, you know, how did you know that that was going to be what you like to do, like, what made you uh, gravitate to that style? Like, I know how music by you know prince and Mint condition michael jackson just like all the stuff that i had been listening to prior i knew how that made me feel when i listened to it and when i went to it in times where i was in deep thought or when i was you know especially depressed or i was like you know really angry about something i knew which artists i went to i knew which songs would come on at you know certain moments that just like had me like you know, gaining a deeper love for that artist. I want my music to give people like feeling. I wanted to like touch souls. I wanted to inspire, you know what I mean? And yeah. um, 
I didn't realize that that's what I was doing until like later on when I started actually performing more. But before I was doing that, just the way that people would react to what I was saying, how I was rapping it, like my skill level, like the lack of hip hop that I had in my life, you know, it just like something that, you know, God blessed me with, you know, just the ability to rap, the ability to, you know, write lyrics. Yeah. Um, and it was just something I needed to cultivate. Um, well, uh, it's yeah. so dope and refreshing that uh, you've listened to some of these pioneers and all these old hip hop legends, and it has molded you to who you are. And we are appreciating it more because we listen and like those old hip hop, you know, legends. You know what I mean? So you have that sound. Mm-hmm. Even though you're young, you have an older sound, so we automatically connected to it the second we heard it, and we were like, damn, this guy is just like a breath of fresh air. We knew your talent automatically when we heard it, and um, I'm excited to hear more, and I wish we could play more for the people, but trust me, we'll play more in the future. He is so dope. So the name, where do you get the name? Let's start there. There's so many things I want to ask you, but let's just start there. Uh, What is your name? Why do you name that name? Uh, so I go by the name of K3. Um, that started as a family name. My full name is Kenneth Howard Ligon III. And um, because I'm the third, uh, a cousin of mine uh, just ended up, you know, calling me like K3 just because I was like the third K in like my line, like on my father's side. So it just sounded, just sounded cool. Um, just my name shortened, you know. Nice, nice. You know, I, so I, you know, I wanted to know that too, but that's cool, man. Nice. Just so you yeah. know, you're breaking up, so I don't know if you uh, are got a better place in the in the house with a better connection, but you're really choppy at the moment. Anyway, um, all right, hold on a second. I was gonna say, Wave Theory is a bunch of it's a collective of a bunch of talented rappers. I don't know who all is in it, but I know a few. Um, Mike Mass is is talented, and um, you got Pusha Preem. We had him on a previous episode a couple episodes ago. You got uh, who else you got on there? You got a uh, Perception. Uh, uh, so while Pusha Preem isn't on like the the Way Theory label, he is like an artist that we do like you know rock with. Like he's super dope. Um, but the artists that are on the Wave Theory label are um, well me. Mike Mass, Perception, um, Lilith, Perf, um, Ned Pope is the singer, and um, Cat the Duchess is also an R&B singer as well. What in uh, Psychman, Montana, right? No, Psych is no longer a part of the Wave Theory label. Uh, he split from the group, you know, due to creative differences and whatnot. Wanted to. Uh, branch out on his like own path of artistry yeah that makes sense um everybody gets like a uh a drive that they want and then they just kind of pick their lane uh it's not always going to be something where you guys are going to always be you know on the same level there's just things that happen with artists because again you guys are creatives you have your 
you know, your choices of music you want to do, the choices of places you want to play at, you know, all those kind of things play into it. Um, being uh, so new in, in, in the hip hop scene, uh, what do you think has been your biggest uh, obstacle so far? Um, really, the only like obstacle that comes into play, like other than just, you know, having money saved up for, you know, clothes or, you know, equipment or studio time or videos or what have you is really just um, scheduling like with work, you know, and just finding and just like having the energy to, to do it all, to go meet with people, to go meet with venues and other artists and like, you know, photographers, um, people who do podcasting, you know, meeting people and being out on the scene and having a job and, you know, just trying to maintain and like live life, just having the energy to do it all has probably been like my biggest, I'd say, but it's all worthwhile. Um, I love it. I wouldn't trade like anything that I would consider to be a struggle. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Um, I'm very sure of where I'm at, you know? Nice, uh, nice. Well, confidence is great, right? Like, I think everybody needs confidence, right? I think that's the big driver in everything that you do uh, in the world, right? You got to have confidence. You got to emit that confidence. And when you get on stage, you got to give them that stage presence to be like, yo, y'all are going to hear me spit some bars. You ready? You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And I, I think that is um, one of the toughest things that I've seen uh, from uh, dealing with, you know, independent artists uh, over the years. Um, the biggest thing I seen was, uh, uh, I did some A&R work for a record label called, um, SKE records up in, uh, Philadelphia. And I remember, uh, working with Q, the question, the, uh, the owner, and he would give me direction and then I would find the artists. And then it turned out we had like three people at one point that all were on the label. And then just like you said, uh, somebody had a creative difference. They left the other person, uh, got into it with them and they left. And then the last guy, Sean Archer, uh, he stuck around. And the crazy part about it is the fact that he stuck around. He's, he has, you know, hundreds of thousands of spins, you know what I mean? And people just don't realize that the more spins you have, the more you're out there, the more people know that you exist. Um, what's, uh, what's been your experience so far with, um, you know, putting anything out like, that people could like listen to and just kind of get the uh, understanding of who you are? Well, that has always been difficult, mainly because um, it's just hard to find people that are serious about the process, serious about investing in themselves and, and other people. Um, I know with me, whenever I didn't get serious, serious about recording until I got with Wade Theory until Mike Mass and Perception kind of sat me down and were like, okay, like, hey, like, as long as, you know, you stick with us, you know, we'll show you, like, how to move in, like, this industry and in the scene. We'll, you know, get you studio time. We'll get you shows. And, you know, true to form, like, they did all of that. But beforehand, um, I would start recording a song with, you know, one person and then, you know, another song and then another song and something would happen where they got, like, distracted and, they weren't serious about it, so I would have to go to like another studio or you know, song. It was always something that just like came up. I just never found like the right people to record. Um, but on top of that, it was also not having 
quality bars like I have now. Had I released stuff like earlier on, it would not have been as good a representation of who I am as an artist as like the stuff that I have now and in the works being recorded. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you got um, connected with Wave Theory and Mike Mass. It's, it's definitely it's popping here locally. I mean, out of you know, there's not a lot of whole lot of options going on here locally, but he's definitely one of them that's got things going on. He seems like somebody that's that's doing what he says. He's got he's making moves. He's making things happen, and um, it's awesome that local talent like yourself gets to showcase their their, their stuff. So that we can go out there and enjoy it. And it, it was nice listening to that last song. That was the first song that we saw live. Yeah, and, you uh, uh, you actually performed that one on uh, at at that club, didn't you? Yeah, he did. It was a different track, though. It didn't sound like that. It didn't um, sound like the, that. The, the Day in the Life of Me, was it the same beat that day? Yeah. Um, at First Chance, Last Chance? I think it was a different beat, but uh, you could tell how dope the song is. Chance, I don't remember what my set was, but I know Just Another Day was on there. I did Baby Kenny. That was a beat called Baby, produced by Mike Mass. I know I did a song called Yurt, also produced by Mike Mass. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but... The one that you played, that's uh, Fat Boy Raps. That's also produced by Mike Maz. He uh, produced all my beats for the album that I have. Hell yeah. Um, We're excited to hear I fucking love you know, it. Uh, I, I love when, the music, man. I, I love the music. I'm, you know when that's going to come out? Yeah, you got a release date? You're muted. <laughs> yeah, you're muted, bro. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> you're muted. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was it? You said um, you don't have a saying, date yet. Um, once I have everything recorded, mixed, and mastered, and you know everybody's like you know sat down, listen to it, you know we'll come up with uh, a way that we're going to market it, have a listening party, then have a release party. So I know you said you didn't really want to talk about yourself a whole lot. So tell me, um, who is it that inspired you? Or you said your style. Who do you? Um, yeah, where'd you say get it from? Is your style when you talk about artists? Um, it's weird because, like, I would have to say probably like hip hop wise, I probably say Kendrick. Um. But just with music in general, like who like like inspired me to like want to be on an artist path was Prince. Um, just how powerful he was, the way his music made me feel, the way that he you know made me want to you know a guitar or just like find an art that I could perform on stage. Like that was like my main inspiration for a long time. And then it became Eminem because of, uh, you know, just his raw energy and, like, aggression, just, you know, not caring, you know, about, like, really anything and what people thought of him. And that was something that I admired. And then it became Kendrick when uh, 
my homeboys put me on to Section 80. Um, that was an album that kind of like introduced me to like his works and just like how kind of like soulful and you know just groovy. It's just it's just I, it was something I could like really rock with, you know. Um, you know, those were key, kind of the key people that like formed the beginning of like what would become like who I am today, essentially. But today I'm studying like people like Lupe, people like MF Doom and Jay Electronica and Fabulous and Wayne, who are like master lyricists because I need to be like on top of my bars at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just kind yeah, of been I, honest I love the names. I love the names of the artists you're dropping. Um, and I also love that how you associate to the music, you know, and how you connect to it and listen to it just in an artistic way. You know what I mean? Like you and how it makes you feel. You're, you're connected to it on another level, you know, and then that's how I looked at music and how I chose artists um, in a certain time to get me by. And it's awesome. For those that don't use music to get you through life, I suggest you do because there's artists for me that have done the same. I live, I mean, music is my my life soundtrack. I mean, I live uh, a lot through Bob Marley. I listened to a lot of his music when I was down, when I was up. I mean, it didn't matter. It was very universal, and a lot of people connect to it in a in a certain way, in a hopeful you know, way that you feel it. You know what I mean? That's how music should be. You should feel it and you connect to it so you can remember it forever because it's not really about the lyrics. It's how you connect to it. So, I mean, I love that you connect to Prince. He's definitely a dope artist of all time. Michael Jackson, these are serious names. I also, when I mention music, he's going to be in my list of names and what impact he made. Um... As far as hip hop artists, yes, definitely Wayne and Eminem are on the very top of my list. Um, but it's funny that you went from I'm not able to listen to the stuff to now that I'm able to, well, I'm going to listen to the hardest shit. <laughs> I'm listen to D12 <laughs> yeah, and Eminem I mean... with the most raunchiest shit. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, it's cool. You got the freedom. When we were young, when we were considered cool, we're like, oh shit, we got a two live crew, nasty as they want to be album. <laughs> it's like, yeah. now nah, I'm going to listen to the nastiest shit and be like, oh, I got that album and I know all the lyrics. And uh, it, it is cool. I mean, it, it's cool that we can connect. It, it, what, is, what is really cool about now is that music, once it's done and recorded, it's in history. You know what I mean? You can go back and listen to the, all these great favorites that we love. You can go back and study that. I love that you said that you can go and study all these old artists to get better with your craft. Because, yeah, another one that you should add to that list is Andre 3000. That's my favorite artist of all time. But if I had to pick number one artist of all time, it's going to be Eminem. Who is your number one? <clears throat> number one hip-hop artist of all time. And while you're thinking about that, because it seems like I, I, I got you off guard, I was actually going to bring up the best verses of all time, Timberland and Swiss Beats, if you're listening. Um, I need. I actually sent them both messages. I'm hoping somebody sees it. <laughs> but we were on the discussion, and I'm like, um, the best uh, hip-hop group 
combo or versus whatever I would say is Outcast versus the Wu Tang. I don't see anybody giving us some thought that can give them the proper versus. You know, because like we saw Dipset and um, the Locks go up head to head recently, and we think that was lopsided. You can't put Dipset against the Locks, but it's cool to see them come out and get the attention that they deserve. Um, but yeah, it's not a it's not a good match as far as female versus best of all time. I'm thinking Missy versus Nikki, best solo artist dead, Pac versus Biggie. Best versus solo artist alive, I would say M versus Andre or M versus Wayne or Andre versus Wayne. I mean, I personally think M would slaughter anyone, but uh, Andre would be close to give him. If Andre came out, like, seriously, damn, I would love to see that. But anyway, go ahead. So so here's my question. Uh, what's in your playlist today? Today, um, I've been listening to a lot of MF Doom. I've been listening to a lot of MF Doom. Um, I've been kind of going back and listening just to Stevie Wonder. Um, I listen to the internet. <laughs> I listen to the internet. The internet. That's a. That's a. That's a, that's a yeah. It's an artist. That's his name. Probably. That's the guy. Yeah, that, it's the, yeah. yeah, that's the, yeah his the name's the internet. Yeah, group, yeah. Like, yeah just like there's the oh, weekend. There's the internet like, too. Internet. I'm on the internet. I'm listening yeah. to everything. Yo, since you're talking about MF Doom, here, here's a song you should listen to. It's called "Strange Ways." Play a snippet Say again. You should listen to the song Hold called on, your, "Strange your Ways." Audio. Hold on a second. Play, play a little snippet. Yeah, I'll play it. Hold on. I'll, I'll bring I it up now. I actually. Everybody has been talking about MF Doom since his death, and I actually don't know really any of his songs that I bro, can think of. He's amazing, so I'm, bro. Like, I'm gonna have you... to go back and do some homework. All right, here, look. I'm gonna play it real quick for you. Hold on, ready? Yeah. Here it is. Wreak havoc, beat beatless, mad traffic, sleek and lavish, people speak and leak into the maverick. He see it as just another felony drug arrest. Any day could be the one he picked the wrong thug to test, slug through the vest, shot in the street for pulling heat on a father who So that's uh strange ways. I can't play it all because they'll probably take it down for uh for copyright if I put too much on there. But yeah. I can tell you this. Um <clears throat> that song right there, uh it's off the mad villainy. Uh, album uh, from 2004 and it's called Strange Ways. I definitely recommend you start off there and then kind of move on uh, to more of his other stuff. Like you can go farther back than that, but um, if like you want to get an idea of like how hard he flows, he's he's got music with um, uh, De La Soul too. So if you like look up De La Soul, look up MF Doom, uh, they've got a track together as well. It's uh, pretty fucking dope. Okay. Yeah, my my dad he told me about uh, he told me about De La Soul. He was like that was like one of the groups that like he like listened to and he first kind of like started getting into hip hop and the greats. Hell yeah! So um, if you want to listen to that song, it's um, by De La Soul. It's called Rock Co. and then Kane K A N E Flow. So Rock Co. Kane Flow. Uh, 
it features MF Doom in it. So if like you wanted to get like some older school shit and kind of like do your research on where that came from, that's how far back I've been listening to MF Doom. So he's been around for a minute. Um, he died not that long ago, which kind of sucked, man. Uh, very young, uh, very prolific artist. Unfortunately, uh, they took him from us too early. Uh, but you know, it's cool that you bring him up, man, because uh, he he is definitely in like you know I got a top fifty list. He is definitely on that list. If you had, hey, also cool. here's a good one. Um, who, who's in your who's in your hey. top five uh, rap artists that you listen to right now? Top five, okay. So very recently, of course, you know, even like other than Doom, Sean Price. Um, yes, bro. Yes. Fabulous. Been listening to Cassidy recently. Nice. Uh, um, Biggie. There you go. And um, well, just just because you know, just for the sake of you know, studying them like. Uh, apathy and self-titled. Hell uh, yeah, bro. I, you know, Damn. Looked up a couple of their albums that I've been meaning to check out. Yeah, apathy's uh, dope as fuck, bro. I'm opening up for them, or like I'm going to open up for them. Yeah, apathy's dope, man. Well, you consider yourself, you said, conscious rap, conscious rapper. Why do you connect to that? Because the artists that you mentioned were not conscious rappers, other than like De La Soul. Say, can you repeat that one more time? Like you connected to being a conscious rapper. Like, why did you say that? Or is that just a wave theory thing? I mean, it does come off that way to us. But I was just curious to why you say you're a conscious rapper. And all the list of rappers that you mentioned, none of them are conscious rappers except for like De La Soul. Well, MF Doom is a conscious uh rapper. So like, you know, stuff that's really lyrical and has like a, a conscious element to it in the in the sense that it just like it just makes you think it's like thinking music is has like you know hidden subliminal like messages and like the way you write like you might be talking you know writing one way and rapping one way but really saying a whole like a other thing within that you know what i mean just really yeah, like double meaning. say again yeah like a double meaning yeah exactly um, like using literary devices to convey um, like stories or just any kind of message that I have when I feel a beat. You heard a Tribe Called Quest, right? Yeah, they were actually like one of the first groups like I was uh, told to to listen to and try to get a hold of as far as like their albums when it came to like my genre, like the sort of old school 90s boom bat feel. Hell yeah. Yeah, when we when I heard you, I that's who I thought of was um, Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tip. So I would definitely check them out. It's definitely one of the best groups of all times. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Also, I definitely want to check out that um, Outcast versus a uh, Wu Tang versus that you mentioned earlier because uh, I, you know, I haven't seen. It. I definitely want to get a hold of that. No, it's never happened. I'm saying that's what that's I. That's what we want. <laughs> we oh, want I it to you happen. Said that's what would had. That that's what happened. Like there is something up like that. No, the one that no, came no, out was the uh, the locks versus uh, Dipset. Now that was uh, was a battle for sure. That was crazy. Like that one was you know totally insane. Like I, I definitely agree. That was like 
it was it ended up being like very one-sided very quickly well um overall uh the dudes on Dipset uh were actually rapping over their songs versus like uh locks where they were actually spitting bars over the instrumentals and that's where they that's where they won it right there as soon as you start spitting bars over your own instrumentals yeah bro it's in the bag you know what i mean yeah cuz it's like Real if you're not don't. yeah like if you're not um or at least my uh my take on it is if you're not like <clears throat> able to remember all the lyrics to your songs um i don't think you should win you know what i mean yeah like that's my take you know what i mean because i'm 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 a i'm like you man i love lyricism uh i've always loved lyricism that was the whole reason why i would listen to most of the music i listened to to begin with uh it was a big reason about why i liked a lot of the uh the new york style hip-hop because all those dudes were super lyrical all those dudes um put forth like you know um, all this effort to individualize themselves with their with their flow versus um, their the way that they looked or any of those other key things. You know what I mean? It was more about what flow you had at that time, and that is what drove me to listen to that. Um, from your time being able to like you know catch up with hip hop and and all the studying you've done over time, um, what do you think um, uh, has been uh, the best part about that whole experience? Is there anybody that you came across? Yeah. Uh, like, just in my journey thus far, that kind of like, like locally. Uh, um, well, smoking words was definitely an important part of, um, like, helping me like sharpen my blade when it came to that um when it came to being like exposed to hip-hop and like other hip-hop artists and stuff like that um nova kane runs that event uh and when i w- first started performing there it was at dunn's river um and i that was like right up the street from my house like it was a, it was a five minute drive but more often than not i was walking like i didn't have a car like the whole time it was over there i didn't get a car until after they moved to like uh deluxe over on armenia but now they're at uh, uh at whiskey um performing there for a while had me bumping into a lot of people um like that's where i met you know nova kane and bar god and age and you know a lot of like the locals on the scene uh yeah. they would come through there every once in a while and i you know that was back when i had like no idea i had seen work like it's like i had no idea like the the pull that certain people had or um what went into throwing events and just like what went into like performing at events and such but like i would say like smoking words you know i performed at the cypher a couple of times um really just being able to apply certain things like on stage has been like the biggest part of that and you know touring of course nice so um i remember when i talked to you guys down in ebor the other day um you were talking about you you guys went out of town. Where'd you go? Uh, we had just come back from South Bend, Indiana. Damn, uh, that Indiana, was, nice. It was great. Um, we performed at this um, this building that had like um, like an underground art gallery, and uh, Lele, um, she's the art director for Wave Theory. She had her art up there on the walls. Um, while we were performing and just like while the whole event was going on 
and it was it was really dope. It was super cool. Uh, Gats he performed there. Um, and we had a set, and we were able to witness like some of the local hip hop scene because the locals had like a upstairs show. We were like downstairs, like in the basement. I got you. We were able to see like some locals out there. It was it was really dope. It was a really productive um, trip out there. We've also nice. been to uh, Tulsa, New York. Uh, Wave Theory went to some of the other members of Wave Theory. I didn't go on this one, but they went to LA. Um, we're still like planning like more trips out of town soon. Jersey, <laughs> we've been like really busy with it. Nice, nice. So um, I guess this is going to be my last question. Um, what are your plans uh, once you drop the album? What are you going to do then? Once I drop the album, it'll really just be me still like performing songs from that album. And until, you know, somebody gives a fuck about it, you know, uh, uh, and writing new songs for a new album. Like once the old, once this current album is finished and it's put out and people are able to listen to it, that's when I'll begin work on like, you know, creating content for another, just because I need like all the energy that I have like right now to be directed towards finishing that. That way I have a body of work that people can find me at other than just, you know, pulling up to my shows. Um, uh, a dream collaboration for you. Last question. Uh, used to be Prince. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the reasons uh, why I wanted to get famous like in the first place is so that I could meet him. So when he died, it like crushed me. But like if, you know, not him, then like Kendrick, definitely Kendrick because uh, the Pimp a Butterfly, that was like one of the albums that was like really key in my development. I really, oh, yeah. uh, really got in touch with that one like so being able to collab with kendrick on something that would be amazing hell yeah damn that's, it's a, that's amazing, an amazing to pick. be able to um interview you being a local artist and we're from tampa represent 813 and uh tell us you know where can we find you and where can the people find you um everybody can find me on my ig at k.l.iii um i post flyers from um our weekly event shuffle that we have every Tuesday. Um, and that's where I'll be posting like content that we get from like trips and, you know, shows that we do. And it's where I'll be like, you know, posting updates on the album. Oh yeah. All right. So there you go, everybody, you know where to check them out. It's the boy K three. That's K dot L dot I I I everywhere on Instagram, man, go ahead and give this man a follow. He is beyond worth it. Super dope shit. Uh, definitely get a chance to look at all the stuff he's doing. Look at his shows. I mean, I, I'm looking down your page and there's just nothing but flyer after flyer after flyer after flyer after flyer. I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot of shows here, man. I've missed a lot of this, but I will be catching up now that I know um, you're doing something else. Plus, I'm going to be at that next show on Friday next week because I definitely uh, want to go ahead and see you again live because the show is just amazing. So for all my Tampa heads, you already know where we're going to be. Zero Chill Media, man. Core Culture Podcast, Friday at the Crowbar. We're going to check out K3 and then uh, go from there, man. Yo, bro, many blessings for coming on, man. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time today and being on the show, K3, man. We really appreciate it, bro. Thank I appreciate you for giving me the opportunity and allowing me to be on here. Thank you all so much, man. For real. Not a problem, bro. Peace out, bro. We'll see you for the next one. Peace, man. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Well, there you go. We had 
Kate Three, a local artist here in Tampa, man. So if you are in the Tampa area and you're looking for a dope show, uh, check it out. Um, 9 p.m. Friday at the Crowbar, you'll get to see Kate Three perform a live show, man. If you guys are into that shit, I know I am. Um, but hey, let's go ahead and end the show this week with um, some news, man. I got some stuff I want to catch up on here. So check this out. Um, man, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, and Conway the Machine are going to be uh, featured on AZ's new album, man. Do or Die 2. Holy shit, man. 25 years later, he's going to bring out Do or Die Part 2. Holy shit, man. What do you think about that, Yuani? Uh, it better be good. It's been 25 years, but I guess, you know, he's got some names on there. I mean, back in the day when he had the original, he was a promising up-and-coming artist, but then, you know, nothing really happened after that. He had some videos. I mean, he popped off when he did uh, them tracks with Nas and shit. Yeah, but then he just disappeared. So now, 25 years later, he's going to come up with another one. I'm interested to see what what it sounds like now. Shit, I'm probably uh, the same, just better. <laughs> well, you know so. what? I think AZ's like uh, like fine wine, man. You know, it gets better over time. You know what I'm saying? We shall see. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So let's keep it going, man. Check it out. Snoop Dogg and Russell Simmons, man, announcing uh, masterminds of hip-hop NFT collection. So this NFT thing is getting big, man. Everybody's going on this whole digital everything. You know what I mean? It's like it's become this like thing that people want. I think that the the newer era of of like teenagers and uh, some adults from, you know, coming out now that they what they want. There are these electronic copies of whatever the hell it is so that it's kind of always there. And I'm like, you know what? I think NFT is OK, but. Me being old school, I still want it in my hand, man. I want the actual product. I want to be able to hold it and say, "Yo, I own this, bro. It's in my hand." You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, I'm definitely, I'm more of that style. Now, I'm not saying the NFT's bad because I'm sure there's a lot of cool shit out there that you can probably buy that you maybe would not be able to get to um, unless, uh, you know, you you had the ability to go ahead and. Uh, you know, buy it yourself, right? Because a lot of stuff that's out now, you can't even get on print anymore. It's all, you know, just digital copies anyway. So I see where the world's trying to push us. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of these people, they don't even buy music anymore. They, they just le- hear it on some kind of streaming app. Yep. So I, I still buy my music. I still want to own the music and play it whenever I feel like it. So I guess that's something that's always in me. I, I still do it to this day. So even if I don't have a physical copy, I at least get to own the music and play it as much as I want, whenever I want. I don't want to have to depend on an app to play it along with a bunch of other songs I didn't care to hear and commercials. So, Well, um, how about this? We were talking about music, right? Lupe Fiasco uh, releasing another album uh, that's going to be coming out. He says he compares it to Nas's Illmatic. Now, um, I mean, it's, I haven't heard the big shoes to, to compare to, you know? Yeah, it really is. I mean, honestly, I have not heard the he album, is, so I don't have an opinion. I, yet. You have not heard, um, fiasco, the new fiasco. No, I have not. No, I mean the old, old stuff. The old shit's though. amazing, bro. 
like the yeah. um like it's so loud inside my head you know what i'm talking about that one track oh my god no, words i should have said that's what uh, it's called he's definitely a dope artist he's uh, respected by other artists he's definitely a different sound the closest that people could compare him to is andre 3000 but you know he's he's not andre but i'm saying he he plays a guitar he he's got a different sound oh, yeah. um i definitely dig his style and is different. His art, his albums sound different. I'm excited to hear what this one sounds like. I haven't heard it either. There's some other music out as well that is um, exciting to hear. Like uh, I think Nicki Minaj, I think was this something new out. Uh, one song, some other ones. I got to look it up, but yeah, some of this new stuff we got to listen to. I, somebody that I was listening to that um, has old, older songs that it's yeah. always amazing when you get to come across a song that you didn't, an artist that you enjoy and some music that you didn't know was out and it's new to you. So it's awesome. I heard some Scarface. He was recently on the Drink Champs and uh, definitely one of the best artists to ever have blessed us with his music. I mean, if you don't know who Scarface is, you need to get out there and listen to Scarface. Hell I even yeah. bought some recently. Hell yeah. And he plays guitar and produces his music, which was awesome. I didn't even know that. I know, bro. It's crazy, all. right? Like, you you don't know how talented these people are until, like, you really get deep into their life, man. Start, like, looking around. But shit, man. Um, that's going to be the news this week. All right, everybody. Um, this is going to bring us to the end of the show. You know where to check us out on Twitter at Core Culture Pod. You can check us out on Facebook at Core Culture Pod. You can see us on Instagram at Zero Seat Media. And of course, you can check me out at The Real Noslin on Twitter. Yoani, where can they catch you, man? Rodriguez, photo and art on hip. I mean, um, Facebook and Instagram or also hip hop underscore podcast on Instagram. And uh, thank you all for listening to us and again for another show. I enjoyed it. And what was else? Oh, who who is listening to us? You have that? Yeah, man. Let's pull it up. Let's pull up the listener base this week. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look around the world at who was tuning into the Core Culture podcast this week. So. Let me get this loaded up here. Give me just a quick second, everybody. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's pretty late for um, Japan and China, so I figured we'd probably lose them. You know, I'm not sure. We're going to figure it out, man. Let's see. Geography this week. So we've got the U.S. listening. What up, U.S.? We've got China listening. We've got Germany tuning in. We've got Italy and Russia hanging out with us this week, so... Thank you, man. Thank you again for tuning in this week. It's been an amazing, amazing week this time, week around. Um, always love to have you guys on. Always love to see all the people from around the world hanging out with us. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. And we're going to catch you for the next one, man. Peace. Peace out.